the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every Sunday night, at least when I'm in town, where we discuss and dissect political talking points. However, I will say, Macbeth, a lot of compliments on the best of show that you put together. It was really quite good. A lot of people didn't even know that it was pre-recorded because I was in Florida. Well, there you go. And I attribute that to your skills. You should see yourself in there, right? As you should. It's great. It's wonderful. So we're going to talk about the good things. And by the way, I do love, I do love it when there's something good that President Trump does that I can boast about and support him. And I love, absolutely love that he's going to halt foreign aid, which by the way, what's the total of foreign aid? You can't really get a fixed number on it. But believe me when I tell you, it's at the very least in the hundreds of millions on the various ways in which they give our money away, and that's if just, not the billions. That's just the UN. It's insane. There, it goes out through so many different channels that to quantify it would be it's sort of insane. Almost subjective. And we're going to get to that. But I was out of town, um, and I did manage to listen to the morning show because I'm loyal, big guy. You understand? Dan Proft was on uh, Fired Up with Flannery in his Pee Wee Herman suit. Did you see him? No, I did not. Oh, he looked kind of ridiculous. But his points were, as always, spot on. And while I was out of town, I had an unusual perspective. And that is the perspective of strangers talking about the national embarrassment, Juicy Smollett. Oh, I know it's Jussie, but to me it's Juicy. And I feel very strongly that that is old world 1930 Don Corleone nonsense where you got 16 indictments and you've got the cheese, the clout to pull off a squash this late in the game. That's horse head in the bed, mafia stuff. Honestly, think about the kind of power we're talking about. An indictment, 16 counts. Either that or you got pictures to somebody. 16 counts. That's a big deal, brother. And and here comes Kim Fox in all of her legal splendor, right? It's no, it, it's very obvious she was she sucked as an attorney. Very obvious she couldn't put together a sentence to justify why she got the call from Michelle Mybell and how she squashed it just based on the fact. Well, it probably wasn't going to amount to anything, except as my nephew, the the Chicago sergeant, pointed out, except a felony. Yeah. Okay, so you don't want to make him have any penalties, per se, or put him away in jail. Not to mention, what would that be? It'd be like sending me to Jamaica. Send him to, to the Huskow. 
It's like hedonism for him. He's walking around in a well, grass skirt. He's a clam. And they do have these deferred prosecution things that they were talking about. That this, but this wasn't that. So in that other words, requires admission of guilt. This is the phone call, brother. You remember the stories, right? When the when the old boys, of course, used to be able to pick up the phone. I don't want my grandson going to Vietnam. Hey, you told Vinny to go on there and do Listen, something. Listen, we're going to do whatever we want in that building. You hear me, Dick yeah. Mel? Right. That's mobster. I love or like it. when uh, you know Elliot Ness rolls up and finds umbrellas. I love it, and it proves my theory right that the gay mafia is the mafia of the country. I'm serious. You're, you're not alone in that thought. I'm not alone because I got myself a little addiction, and I, I I've professed to you. Yeah, we, I, I've had problems with it in the past. When my kids were, were younger, <laughs> they would watch TMZ. Yeah. And with the, and my wife, i got to admit, my wife has it on. I start to sit down. It's, and it's I, entertaining on a number of levels. I love the genius of Harvey Levin. Levine, whatever. Or Levin. Levin. Whatever. I love how he turned the paparazzis, which in the 90s were scandalous. Oh, it was the scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. What he did, actually, his, his, his thing is genius because what he did was he said, okay, we're going to replace the scum of the earth. With these absolutely know nothing millennials who will ask the stupidest questions ever, and therefore you get stupid responses. But brilliant, nonetheless. Brilliant. It's a show that it has completely flipped. It's done a hundred and eighty degree turn of the perception of what a paparazzi is. Yeah, they're just part of the PR machine. Now. It's just. It's in fact, I say it's news. And every once in a while, he'll let out a little tidbit of reality. Could you give me the clip where he substantiates my belief structure that in politics specifically, the gay mafia is, rules the roost? Yeah, this is cuts from TMZ talking about Bill Maher. I think there is a gay mafia. <laughs> I think if you cross them, you do get That's whacked. That's Bill Maher. <laughs> and now here comes Harvey Levine. There is a gay mafia. I've never heard of this. No, there's a total gay mafia. Like, oh, shoot them down? There are certain uh, gay people with a lot of power and a lot of money, and they pull strings and do all sorts of things. The gay mafia has its roots in politics, and what they do is they have they have fundraisers um, and can make or break a candidate based on the money they give, because there's a lot of money in the gay community, and so a lot of these people, and Bill Clinton in particular, would court the gay mafia, and that's one of the reasons why they felt so betrayed with Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And instead of a horse head in your bed, they'll put a unicorn head. <laughs> you lie! See, if you're down on the side, you can make fun of them, right? But there is uh, the woman who is Michelle Obama's chief of staff. Have you seen this beauty queen? <sighs> Macbeth, let me tell you something. Chin is her last name. Her first name is irrelevant. And I said, I called up uh, the morning show. I said she looked like Charlie Chan let, her, let himself go. What if her first name was second? Oh, I like it. It would make sense, too. I'm just trying to stay within it. your idiom. Go ahead. Yeah. Idiom. Nice word. I think that'll be the name of my boat. Um, the, there was such I'm just an glad agenda. to see you saying well wide of profit. There was so such a, an agenda. I, I am still just blown away by the fact that we had a grand jury give a 16 count indictment that really didn't matter one iota that a phone call squashed it and that somehow I'm sitting in Florida when this comes down and I, I have an older client with me who I've, I've uh, represented in the past. We're a wonderful man. Um, and we're discussing it, and we're kind of not talking loud because we're humiliated to be attached to Chicago, Illinois, of which he is a renowned architect who's retired now. He's, he's up there. And um, we're talking real quiet, and, and this guy across the, uh, the way, he's looking at us. 
And we stop talking and we make eye contact. And he goes, it's despicable, isn't it? He goes, I spent a lot of time. I worked in Chicago. He goes, it was always despicable how we had to pretend that the undercurrent of corruption wasn't there. But to see it this open, this notorious, this bold is even shocking for me. And at what point we said, we're from there and we're shocked. We know all the players. We see it as these aldermen. Another one, by the way, what, two weeks ago went to prison again? Another uh, one yeah, of the he fled thieves. guilty to something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. After confessing his innocence. I mean, it's, it's just it didn't for hit, us. It didn't hit the uh, top of the news. That's for, for us, sure. it's normal. And when Dick Mel pulls a hand-me-down seat to, uh, to his uh, son or daughter, whatever, and it just goes by the wayside and she wins in perpetuity, or when his son-in-law becomes governor after being a nothing but a college bookie and a failed lawyer, it's just normal. So it's, it's embarrassing, it's humiliating to, to, to be in a different state when this kind of news comes down. And then to drive back, and I took that, because uh, that, I, did, I did something we all should do, I took my teenagers in the car for 24 hours to Naples, Florida, <laughs> then I had to drive back myself, and I took that 65 through the Skyway. It is like driving through Beirut. And as I watch this, these newscasters, Chicago proud, when's the last time you took the Skyway? Or that embarrassment, Jane Byrne, that's been going on for 10 years down the one lane. It's, a, it's like a tour of the ghetto. It's just disgusting. The whole thing's just disgusting. We're all too good for this. All right, let's go to the phones. By the way, if you want to call, it's 312-642-5600. Verlan, thank you so much for calling the Liberty Hour. How are you, buddy? I love you, brother. Thank but you. I called in for one reason. <laughs> All right. I talked to you on your podcast. I was trying to call you podcast all week, but you was jam-packed. Listen, I was you got to eat your words, man. When, well, when me and you talked, I told you this guy was a big-time activist, and he was plugged in with the mafia, with the Obama mafia. What happened? We already talked One about One phone call. Yeah. It all went away. Oh, and then they started running down all his attributes the whole week of how he was part of this organization and fighting for uh, black urban people and, and all of this other stuff and kids. You got to eat your words, Sean. Oh, no. I, eat your words. No, no, no. I, I'm not going to eat my words on the fact that you're, you're, you're substantiating my point that only this kind of a climate of absolute and total acceptable corruption would allow this crook, this scumbag, this liar to not only walk free, but did he win the award last night he was up for, or is that tonight? Uh, well, you know I'm not going to watch that stuff. Oh, I'm not watching that. It is so... They won't let you, they won't let you uh, uh, spell out the name, but I can. NAACP, uh, the colored people. You can't say colored people, but I can't. That's a, it, it's, it's a farce. I never nice watched try, Sean. like that. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say... Hey, for the record, I didn't say it. But if I wanted to, I could say colored people. Anyway, listen, here's the thing. <laughs> I've got enough recorded syllables from you. Yeah. I could have you saying here's, anything here's I want. The, here's the, 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 the thing. It is so blatant, and it's just shoved down your throat. You're going to accept it, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. If you care to participate, it's 312-642-5600. Thank you, Verlon, for calling the show. We'll be back after this. Liberty Hour 
Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Given that he doesn't feel any sense of contrition and remorse, my recommendation is when he writes the check, in the memo section, he can put the word, I'm accountable. And I want the taxpayers and the people of the city of Chicago, beyond money, beyond the financial, but the acknowledgement that was done here was wrong. As if he didn't sit idly by. By the way, it's two words. I'm accountable. Dummy. And the other thing is, Illinois, the failed politics of Illinois, isn't just riddled with the kind of corruption that allows a phone call to squash an indictment. Illinois is the, is the state. Cook County is the county. Chicago is the city where you can be a racist as long as you're a minority. Where you can be a bigot as long as you're a minority. You can be a, a misogynist as long as you're from an, uh, an acceptable gender. Illinois is the place for the hatred that those Oak Park boobs, those communist sympathizers, pretend has no home. It's just sickening to me. And what else is sickening is how uh, Illinois House on Friday, on Friday, they vote. This is so totalitarian, Macbeth, that it's making my head explode. That they vote that all public offered corporations must have an African woman Sit on the board. What have we become? It's a, it's a, it's a woman. They need to have a woman, and they need to have an African American or a min- or another minority. No, no, no. This is specifically an African woman, right? Is that how they worded it? Yeah, and that was the outrage. Is that why Jeannie was all mad? Ooh, yeah. And and that was the outrage. And sure enough, the guy who did it was a black guy. His name is uh, what's his name? Chris Welch. Bill? Yeah, Chris Welch. And the minute he was questioned. About do you understand what you're doing is so totalitarian and so racist in its own inception. And he just went out, I will stand up for black woman. That fake outrage that Rahm Emanuel just we just saw from Rahm Emanuel. Might might this just be an issue of public schools? I mean, (laughs) that that they're teaching morons. Well, that they, they can't. The people who are elected to go down to Springfield and sit in the House of Representatives can't read, write, or speak English. This is the issue that we talked about, and we talk about, and it's so open and notorious and obvious now, that Illinois is the state of true, true totalitarian hatred towards anybody or anything that is private property. Yeah. And the idea that we are... Because well, private property is theft, comrade. That, well, that's why you have to run, brother. The idea that the, the in Illinois, what's greed is when a man wants to keep his own money and his own property, and control of his own company, and control over his own decisions, that that is the Illinois definition of greed versus the fact that it is the true greed. It's from the citizen who looks at another man and says, give me your things. I want to control your property, your company, your health care, your agenda, that we are so flip-flopped that you are beyond the point of no return. And that is why... The, the answer for its failure is more of the same. And in that vein, this bill will pass. It passed the House. It's already it like, and, and you pretend, who's not going to sign it? Little wannabe Napoleon with an extra 80 pounds, J.B. Pritzker? He's going to sign this. 80? All right, I was being generous. You, know, you never know. <laughs> I thought you were more of a realist. Sean. I was being generous. Um, and the idea that, that the, the rebuttal to this is not only void, but that the people on the other side are afraid because they're afraid to be called a racist from the actual racists because only a racist could put this bill up. 
And, and it doesn't matter what color the racist is. We have to be able to identify racism. And we have to be able to identify tyranny. And the idea that these failed politicians, and that's what they are. If you're a politician from Illinois, you're a failure because your state is a failure. And you somehow have the idea or the audacity to tell a company what they must do is beyond outrageous. And the complacency by these phony newscasters stuffed into their wrap dresses with their high D makeup as they come on and they talk about Chicago proud and they hide the very statistics of not just failure, but mayhem, murder and ghetto that the entire state has become. It is a welfare state that is going after and targeting all people not on welfare. Mike, on the north side, how you feeling, buddy? You were sick last time we talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little better now. I haven't been doing this for 20 years, but I'm going out campaigning. We've got a uh, intruder, Guterres' daughter, coming into my ward trying to take over oh. as alderman. Sure, she's not so looking for a beef so- sandwich? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know what she's looking for, but, you know, her favorite meal is second and thirds. She <laughs> orders everything on the menu except, thank you, please come again. All right, yeah, and and she's got that communist yeah, I, rhetoric I, that I her father. That comment. She's got that communist rhetoric that her father taught her so well. And and isn't it just sickening? Whether it's this Puar who was on uh, fired up with Flannery, whether it's Lightfoot or Preckwinkle or Gutierrez, as long as they chant that Marxist the betterment of society and pay their fair share and invest in the right things, they win. There is no opposition to it. And in fact, what you saw in this last election, Mike, you tell me if I'm wrong. You saw Republicans adopting that viewpoint. Yeah, the the Republican Party is going down the tubes, but we got to keep these people out of the city council at all costs. I'm back at Ariel Raboris. He's been in there 16 years. I actually see the guy in the neighborhood, and I told him, I said, you're the second hardest working alderman in, in, in the city. And he got a little offended. He said, well, who's the hardest working alderman? And I told him, Eddie Burke, I said, it's time to go up and down the flights of stairs on the three flats with a ball and chain. That's but right. the thing is, the, the, the worst thing about this woman running is the arrogance and gall. She said she's, an, she's been an independent woman her whole life. Every job she's had is a political job given to her by her father. I mean, the gall on her. She should, her name should be Daly. How about her mother with the four hundred grand? My heart how about late. the mother with the four hundred grand a year out of the campaign coffers? How about how no one talks about these step and fetch to 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 corruption and power aldermen get these campaign extortion fees that we don't even know what the total is? These little districts where if you want to operate, you pay up. This is a mafia. We do not have a representative government. We have an extortion complex, and all we can do is just hope they don't viewpoint. And target in on us. It to me, well, uh, Mike, is beyond. I got to argue with you on that one point, though. What? I got to argue with you on the one point. At least with the outfit, they didn't take it all. You had to eat too. With the Democrats and the Chicago machine, they want it all. They don't care if you starve. And you know what? Your what, what validates your point is the absolute collapse of commercial property. And I'm not talking about the ones where they have the contracts with the government. I'm talking about the mom and pops. And you drive through the city of Chicago. You drive through Cook County. It is decimated 
decimated. They're all out of business. I got a dear friend of mine who was a tobacco guy. He just called me up. He's like, I have closing the doors, man. Closing the doors. It's not worth it. Why do it anymore? And that is to the point where now they're going to start to eat their own. And that's why you're hearing all their only answers, Mike, is to do what? Turn up the fees. Turn up the licenses. Turn up the costs and the taxes. Turn up everything that those of us who try to survive not in on the scam pay. And we're getting knuckled under, Mike. I'm telling you right now, first time. My wife is an old time. She never wanted to leave. This is the first time she looked at me. We were in Florida last week. She's like, you know what? We got to go. You're right. You're right. And that's what's happening. You're ripping apart families. You're destroying savings accounts. And you're bankrupting good people. And the Jussie Smollett's of Illinois, they get off scot-free. There's nothing this guy can't do. He Forget about Sam Giancana and El Capone and all of the big-name mobsters. That's what mobsters really look like. Swashbucklers in grass skirts prancing around. That's the real mafia. Mike, thanks for calling the show. You know I appreciate it. We got uh, time for Greg? Let's go to Greg in LaGrange. Greg, thank you so much for calling. How are you? Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Good, buddy. Nice, nice, always nice to hear you. Thank you. You know, the one thing that you said, though, is um, that was kind of interesting is you said you got to run. But eventually, if this mindset takes over, and I know you talked about a socialist president in our near future, and I, I do believe you're right. Yeah. Uh, where do you run to? And when you're when you've got no place left to run, then what do you do? The beauty what, of America. What can you do? Well, the beauty of America is you have states, right? And you ha- you got to run to states that are strong enough to fight off the federal government when they're too um, too intrusive into your lives. And and there are states like that. You got to remember, brother. There's I think there's eight. Is it eight Macbeth or nine that where there's no income tax on these states? I think it's eight or nine. I believe it's nine. Yeah, nine. And and, and you know and you look at these states how they're run fiscally. They're all run in the black. They're all profitable states. Illinois is bankrupt. The idea that we pretend it's not is, is really a, a game of magic math. It is bankrupt. So, Greg, when, when you own real estate, you own a piece of that bankruptcy. So when I say run, I say it with a heavy heart. I'm a real estate broker. I look at everything about investing and money and dollars and cents. But I'm sure you work damn hard for your money. How much of it do you want to waste on a welfare state? Because the idea of Illinois, they've labeled you greedy. The guy who wants to take your money, he's virtuous. But you who want to keep it, you're greedy. The game is over, brother. And that's when you see the mob mentality, the corruption, the audacity, the open and notorious in-your-face corruption that Smollett exhibited this week. Thanks for calling the show, Greg. I appreciate it. 312-642-5600. Now... The Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. And Macbeth, just as I go to break, I get, uh, you know, we talked about the gas tax that was proposed by Jelly Belly. Well, there's another one, and it's a real one. And this one is there's a $2 billion gas tax increase on the table at the Statehouse. This is from uh, Illinois News Network. State Senator, another scam, State Senators, uh, Martin Sandoval said motorists should expect to push to double the state's gas tax from 19 cents a gallon to 38 because this is another tax that politicians don't pay. Oh, you pay their tax increase. So they have no problem giving you one because you're paying theirs. So once again, you have the mindset of this is a representative. You think that uh, Martin Sandoval represents you, the guy out there working his ass off for pay? 
driving, whatever it is you do, run your kids. What do you mean you're going to double the tax for the magical infrastructure? Which, by the way, you want to know why things are so bad? Because they're stealing it now. You heard me. They're stealing it. And I'm talking to you, Walsh Construction. What the hell do you do? And by the way, when you punch up Walsh Construction scandal, it's every state. They overbill, allegedly. They uh, uh, Where are the guys working? I was driving. I was telling you, Macbeth, I had to drive back. I, I take that ridiculous Jane Byrne. It looks like it was designed by a seven-year-old. You're going all over the place like a moron. And nobody is working. Nobody. And it's the afternoon. On a Friday. That's pretty much true of all the uh, construction sites. Um, when they were redoing the Dan Ryan, uh, my lovely wife, who is just a few feet from me here. She's lovely. Lived on the northwest side. Really overkicked your coverage there. I live, yeah, well, you know. Um, yeah, I've got skills. So, <laughs> sure. Sure you do. <laughs> I lived in northwest Indiana, and she lived on the northwest side of the city. Mm-hmm. So she was driving back and forth, or I was driving back and forth constantly. No. And uh, it sat in the same state for a lot of that time. Dude. And I honestly think, and you can see the same thing here on 290 out west of the city. These things sit, and I believe they sit there because that just allows them to have a green little zone and say, okay, we're going to enforce 45 and it's $375 minimum. And so if we have one guy sitting out there in his little uh, you know, Nissan Leaf yeah. uh, out there with his surveyor kit burning up time, ghost payrolling himself on the side of the road, then we can say they're working, and therefore by going 65, a normal safe speed that you can... You know, mm-hmm. pop you for 400 bucks. You know, I don't watch men in costumes chasing balls, so I could care less about March Madness and who's number one player and the squeaking on this court. I don't care. What I do in my spare time is I look up who these construction companies like Walsh Construction, who they give their money to. You don't have construction companies and infrastructure investment and maintaining of the roads. You have a money laundering scheme that goes on in perpetuity. And every four years, the same road that they milked you for needs the same kind of construction coverage. It's a scam. And who's going to look out for me? Martin Sandoval, who his answer is double the gas tax? You, why, you, the audacity of this low-life mooch who's never paid for his own gas. I can't take it anymore, Macbeth. Honestly, the open and notorious at least fight back. And where are the Republicans? Where's Pat Brady with his curly hair and his four kids driving around the kiddie land? Where are you? I or Durkin and his grobbiest brother? Uh, I believe the correct answer is across the lunch table from the Democrats. Yeah. I could tell you where uh, Pete Silvestri is. He's driving Jussie Smollett around Boys Town. That's what's really going on here. Yeah. Well, and it seems like there's a, there's a strong fight put up by Illinois Republicans all the way up to the point where and it's a rhetorical fight, but that's put up all the way up to the point where actual action is needed. And that's the point where excuses come out, not only just Republicans making excuses for themselves, but them also making excuses for Democrats and providing political cover for Democrats. I'll tell you what, why don't we tax um, something that most of us don't use? Why don't we tax uh, the revenue in video ghetto gaming? Why? Because Gold Rush Gaming owns the politicians? Is that why? By the way, he bought Balmoral for, what, $1.5 million? What do you think Balmoral's worth? That's such an open and notorious scam, and all you have to do is read. All you have to do is punch up the stats. Open secrets, the campaign contributions of Pick Walsh Construction, or pick another construction company that gets these magical jobs that last for eternity. And every few years, what's the answer? Just crank up the, what the real people pay. See, I'm as the real people, I'm not in on this scam. Not that I could even live with myself by being in on it, as they tool around these, these other neighborhoods. You think these guys live in Illinois? 
You think they, 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 they live in these ghetto neighborhoods that they're making pay three and four times. This is how they keep you under their thumb. This is serfdom. And that's how it works. The more they fail, the more they get, the stronger they become, the more intrusive into your life. And what's Jelly Belly answer? Now you can make two fifty a year in Illinois. Then we're really going to tax you. It's just despicable to me. And the rebuttal is of zero, of nothing. It's just... Uh, so that's why you got to take you got to take the opportunity to review your situation and you owe it to yourself. If you respect yourself and your heirs, you have to position yourself to get ready to go because we're losing the battle. In fact, we've lost the battle. And now all you have is the death rattle, the gurgle on our own failure. And here you think it's not going to pass. You think, think about a bill that passes that tells private companies you will put on what is your most important decision-making bureau, the board, your board, you will put, have mandated to put people because of their race or because of their gender. What that tells you is you don't really own anything. Illinois does, and they let you operate. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. 312-642-5600. Listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. No disrespect, Representative, but is this a real bill? This is a real bill. I who writes this stuff? I mean, this is this is getting crazy here. Just because you have the super majority, the super duper duper majority, doesn't mean that you have to keep continuing to pass bills that haven't passed over the last three, four different years. This is blowing my mind. You guys are going to put your governor, our governor, on the books for being the biggest busting, business busting person in the nation. No, I think Rauner has that title already. You are putting him on a spot Uh here that is not going to help him. I'm telling you. Now listen to his rebuttal. So what do you just want us all pack up and leave so it can be better? Is that that what you're suggesting? stupid son of a... Uh, this, as he's doing this, Pritzker says businesses should pay more. Warns deep cuts if progressive plan fails. They have one direction, brother. It's just figure out how to get you. And in the meantime, the politicians who say, maybe we should watch how we spend it. Maybe we should allocate it in different manners, more efficient manners. Those are the, considered the crackpots. And this is why, in my opinion, you have a a push by Illinois lawmakers. Did you see this? They want to make Chicago the 51st state. They want to annex. Just get just get rid of it, because the kind of things that happen here can only happen here and Venezuela and Cuba and Ecuador, because this is the platform we're following. This socialist just just spend and tax those you can until it's over with. And the answer is, what do we do as citizens? I don't want to pay a double gas tax. Do you? I can't pay a double property tax. Can you? After we've invested and spent this time and money and energy and the love and affection of our family. And now you have politicians with the audacity to just double taxes on a whim. To look at corporations and say, you will put so-and-so on your board. This is, the, this is the kind of thing that created the revolution that the country was born of. In fact, this is ten times worse than the king of England was doing to the founders. 
And the rebuttal is by who? Jeannie Ives? That's whose voice that was, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. So how much longer is she even going to be in the room? You know, King George never uh, tried to seize the means of production. No, but I'll tell you what, uh, Venezuela does, did. I remember Chavez, and that's my building. Well, how is, and I, I mean suppose this. it's arguably East India Company. Let's, let's make this link, different. because I remember it was only five years ago. Colonial. When um, Hugo Chavez was walking through Caracas <laughs> okay. and said, that's our building now. And that's our building now. What yeah, is the that's difference? That's our oil industry. That's, that's our, our oil. fishing industry. Yep. What is the difference from this moron, this morphodite, uh, Chris Welsh, and his bill of saying, you will put so-and-so on your board? Based on nothing. Do you realize what it takes to how people work in a corporation to be asked to sit on a board? Yeah. The kind, of, uh, the kind of service they have to give and the value they must provide. And with one fell swoop of a pen, they made this a law, brother. Uh, yeah, it passed the House of Representatives, I believe it goes we, to the state Senate. Uh, are you going to pretend the same guy who said on Wednesday that, that corporations must pay more taxes, like he's not going to sign this bill? Right. There is no buffer anymore between complete and total totalitarianism. I, I think there may be some amendments to the wording and it would be kicked back to the House. Here's the benefit. It wouldn't be bad if we all had Pritzker's accountants. Right? Where we could all send some money to a foreign land, wash it, distribute it, Can you imagine take loans the columns? against it. Imagine the columns. Did you it's read just, the Panama it's, Papers? It's clothing, toilet removal, food. Yeah. Another thing, instead of watching who's, who's ever, whatever uh, children in costumes are playing basketball, why don't you take a look at the Panama Papers and realize how Pritzker and his grandfather had 200 companies yeah. that when they make money, they put it in a trust, then they borrow money, so they always have debt. Right. They're never paying taxes. Yeah. And it, me, they always you, show negative on paper. and Joe Matadat's out there working his third job. We can't afford that kind of infrastructure to hide from the taxes they cast upon regular people. And politicians that by, a, by signing a pen can double a tax they don't pay, that is the definition of tyranny. Well, and then the, you know, the reckoning that comes from signing those things doesn't come around until after they're out of office. And you know the best part is? Guys like Edgar get to, get oh, to walk away with his uh, $284,000 kicker there you go. check. And yeah. not to mention, does he still have his war chest? Uh, I believe they get to keep that. Of course yes, they do. The end, they yeah. just get to Once take each other out. Settled. Right? They get to take each other out to the chop house. That's We're right. going to discuss politics because it's a scam. Right. And the idea that we pretend this is a law is an insult to your intelligence, if you have any. Because if you don't, then go in for this Morphodites bill to just get, have government regulate who sits on boards, how much you pay your minimum wage, how much your insurance is. Because this is the, this is the fact that this, the quicksand of socialism there is no escape from it. And the more you wiggle, the deeper you get to the point of you have communities, Bellwood, Maywood. I'm giving you the ones I know specifically yeah. where the people just walk away from their property and they hide the statistics of how many of these properties are sold at tax auctions and nobody cares. Yeah. What are you going to do? Take my property. You're well, charging then, me 20000 a year to keep a, a, a property that's worth hundred grand. And then Take it. You know, the, the side effect to that also, it's a, it's a main effect, but it's also a side effect. Is you know the people in Bellwood and Maywood. That's one thing. You go a little bit north or a little bit west. You're in a Stone Park and Melrose Park. They're trying to hang out. They're hanging on by a thread. Those are my neighborhoods, and I'm yeah. going to tell you what right Mine now. Too. You know how many old people can't afford oh, any man. increase, and not to mention you're going to hit them on the on the cost of living of gas tax doubling the gas tax. Yeah. You know the kids. You hurt the poorest people most. Yeah. These are the kids who start Actually, off. We yeah. all have teenagers, right? You will have teenagers. Yeah. When they go to go to get a job. I want. 
you know, and then they justify because of this increase, they justify raising the minimum wage and they don't understand you're narrowing the market. You're crushing the small business. They refuse to recognize their failure because they're insulated from it. Not only are you doing that, but there's a lot of people, you know, somebody who voluntarily drives meals on wheels um, isn't probably likely to go ahead and do those. We need Michelle Obama to make a phone call, baby. That's what we need. Just make a phone call and squash this kind of tyranny. Because you're good at squashing justice. Why don't you squash injustice? This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. You know this being a homeboy yourself. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Now, here's the thing. I'm not in on the on the uh, Keynesian Trumponomics, but I do love some of the things he does. I really do. And it'll only take a guy like this to uh, say, we're going to halt foreign aid. It only could take a guy like this to say, you know what, we're done with the Middle East, we're pulling out. He's done some great things when it comes to regulations. And I was apoplectic when our only alternative looked like it was going to be the buffoon of the Bush family next to his dog, Big Jeb. And um, I was um, reviewing the Internet, as I like to do, as is my want to do, and I was watching an interview by David Axelrod, yeah. Chicago's very own. It's an interesting one. On CNN with high-energy Jeb Bush. And uh, he said something that really got, got to me, and I sent it to Macbeth. Macbeth, do you mind hitting that clip there? When people, uh, particularly presidents who have a duty beyond policy of being the leader of our country, the leader of the free world, I, I think the symbolic, you know, the, the kingly, duties of, kingly duties of the presidency, that's where he falls short. You know, I'm going to tell you something. This is why I, I to- would like my every president to fall short in his kingly duties. This is the, what I was trying to the audacity and the conceit the arrogance of these failures to believe that they know how to run your life better than you, that isn't just exclusive to the Democrat Party. That is and has been the rebuttal to it by the Republicans. So it isn't an objection of the tyranny. It's the fact that they believe they can have a better managed tyranny. That's what we're really combating here. And that's why in 2020, you have to hope and pray. And I I, I go through this argument with my libertarian friends. And I'm, it's not a binary choice, the lesser of two evils. That's not what I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for the death nail in freedom and liberty versus life support of Keynesian economics and Trumponomics. It's unfortunate that we're in this position. But the alternative to Trump is Illinois. When these know-nothing, good-for-nothing, corrupt politicians hopefully don't zone in on you and get to pick and choose what to take from what used to be considered private property and private industry and private citizenry, that now, if they don't like you, they'll tax you into a coma. They'll tax you into poverty. They have no problem. And there is, but where is the representative saying, I fight for the overtaxed worker? Where is he? Is there one? Because it certainly isn't the Republicans. Where are you Republicans? Aside from Jeannie Ives, who, by the way, is on her way out. Jeannie Ives isn't going to be here. I think, what is she, Macbeth, does she even finish out the year? Is it November? I don't remember. I think it's, it's so, you know, the idea that uh, 
that there is somehow going to be some saving grace, some casino, some drug addict, some gambling addiction that can save this kind of open and notorious tyranny and corruption. It's, it's naive at best. It's naive at best. And it's a tragedy because this was a great state. This was a great city. Look at what you've done to a city that was the hub. What were we called? The broad shoulder city. The, you know, the city that all city that works. The city that works. Really? The city that works? Yeah, it works you over. Tell you what, the real you want to really if they do the the casinos, are they going to have a line on the over under murders per month in Chicago? I'd, I'd see huh. good action on. What's that. the number? Is it twenty five a month now? We're up to it on average. It's ridiculous. Well, let's to see me. what it's like uh, roughly uh, plus or minus. It's, it's about five hundred a year. And can you imagine plus if five, you think what's twelve into five hundred? If you think we're disgusted, what do you think a cop feels like? It'd be pretty Seriously, easy to come up with a line on that. What do you think a cop feels like? Could you imagine watching this? You're working your derriere off. You're risking your life. And only the politically corrupt and the politically connected, they can do anything they want to do. Yeah. Doesn't matter what your investigation, they're going to drop I'll tell you what, it's no wonder that Ed Burke gets awards. Only in a city this corrupt could even exist. You should give him an award. He represents Chicago. There's your Chicago proud Allison Rosati. Good luck at the buffet. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next Sunday night. Thank you. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 